Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Tonight, the slime turd. Hi, I'm, I'm J.B. Raskin, slime turd. I'm going to present to you nothing. There'll be many previews, but I think mine will be perhaps one of the most accurate. They have nothing. They have nothing criminal, at least. What would be out there? The, the non-law enforcement, January 6th Democrat panel would have access to that the FBI wouldn't. If they did have criminal evidence, evidence of a crime committed by Donald Trump, why would they need this show? Well, we have to, we have to show people. That's, not, that what, that's what a court is for. If they had this evidence, they can make a criminal referral to the Department of Justice. But the coup, the, the, the insurrection, the knocking over our democracy, this is a show with very ugly people. Very ugly people are going to put on a show, the, tur- the, the slime turd show, the slime turd and the turdettes. Are they going to do a, a cold open? Is there going to be a musical guest? Hey, now! They're going to have a music, a, a magical act with Liz Cheney in a, in a box. I'm going to give it a few minutes tonight because I, I have to. You don't. You could watch uh, whatever the hell you'd want to watch. You know what? I'd rather watch Lena Dunham pole dancing, actually, if you want the honest truth. Actually, that's, that's kind of what this is tonight. It's going to be like Lena Dunham pole dancing. It's grotesque, but you can't turn away. She's my cherry pie. Cool drink of water, such a sweet surprise. Woo! Motley Crew, girls, girls, girls. At the dollhouse in Fort Lauderdale. I feel bad for the poll. But that's kind of what it is tonight. This is about, if this is not propaganda, I don't know what is. They are putting on a, a show, a magic show. Lights, sounds, Chiron, special effects. Jamie Raskin's going to be sitting in the... Is, is are Raskin and, Sh- and Schiff going to be sitting there like uh, uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? Lemon face, lion face, lemon face, lion face. Goodwill hunting, part two, hunting season. Is that what it's going to be? How much rehearsal has gone to this? Okay, okay, people, places, places. Now remember, Congressman Raskin... When you walk out, you have to stand on the duct tape X. Is there going to be a monologue? If they had evidence of a crime, they should have turned it over to the Department of Justice. This is about giving people a show to vote for Democrats in November. Nothing more, nothing less. And right now, you could almost, you, almost on, on cue... Democrats and media are actually defending Chuck Schumer's threats towards Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, no, no, no. He meant political price. What do you mean? I have Jonathan Chiat's piece from the New York. No, no, no. It, it, he, he was talking about a political price. What do you mean? Supreme Court justices aren't elected. There are no political prices for them. You mean you were threatening them with impeachment if they make a decision you don't like? Okay, let's do that. When Republicans take... The House and the Senate, if Kagan or Sotomayor rule in a way they don't like, they just impeach him. The truth is, if Kavanaugh or Barrett or Kavanaugh and Barrett, Kavanaugh, Barrett, and Alito were assassinated, 
the Democrats would mail in their condolences, written by the lowest of level staffers, and then they would just move on to supporting Biden's next nominee. That would be it. They would pretend to cry a tear for the cameras like they did when Steve Scalise was shot. And then they would say, well, the Supreme Court's business can't wait. We just have to move on. The show must go on, right? Right, Slime Turd? The show must go on. That's what they would say. And they would just move on. I mean, honestly, a political assassination of a Supreme Court justice would just make them forget about their court packing plans because they wouldn't have to. I mean, the only thing they'd be packing is a casket. The media is not uncomfortable with this. Notice how they're not splashing this kid's face everywhere. Kid, he's 26 years old. Barely, people barely even know his name. I mean, the CNN online article doesn't even have a picture of him. I mean, you could find a picture if you really want one. It's not that hard. His name is Nicholas John Roski, 26 years old from Simi Valley, California. And he wanted to kill Brett Kavanaugh because of this draft decision. And he knew exactly where to go. Dressed all in black, with a gun, with a knife, with apparently uh, either zip ties or duct tape to tie up his family. He wanted to, he wanted to tie up the whole Kavanaugh family. And the media doesn't seem to have any problem with this. The only one writing op-ed saying this is kind of scary is Jonathan Turley. This is not a problem. Threatening Supreme Court justices is not wrong, as long as you're doing it for the left. They have no problem with political violence, as long as it's being done on their behalf. And in a way, they can distance themselves from it. So you say X marks the spot. You threaten the justice. You have released the whirlwind. You will pay the price. You won't know what hit you. Notice they're not even talking about gun control anymore with that. They're not even, not even uncomfortable with this. Not even, not even slightly uncomfortable. No, it's all about January 6th. I'm going to make a prediction. Take a sip of my coffee. I don't work for Fox News. I haven't appeared on Fox News in quite some time. I appear nightly on the Salem News Channel at 5 p.m. live. My prediction, though, tonight is that Tucker Carlson's going to run away with the ratings. Now, I've said that maybe Fox News, just purely on business, could scoop up some of the ratings if they wanted. But I think Tucker Carlson's going to run away with it tonight. Because this is going to get very boring very quickly. If they do not present evidence of a crime committed by the president, some kind of coordination, communication, direct connection, th- then what are they going to say? Well, we, we have a documentary filmmaker who, who observed the Proud Boys talking to the Oath Keepers about revolution. Oh, you mean like when Antifa and BLM talk about revolution? They talk about it all the time. Then they proceed to burn down cities, you know, in mostly peaceful protests. If this is not a demonstration how corrupt our media is, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. Here's Jonathan Chiat's piece from The New Yorker. This is just disgusting. 
Republicans smearing Chuck Schumer with, with Kavanaugh assassination attempt. The context of the Democrats' speech threatening is clearly nonviolent. The context. So when Donald Trump said go peacefully and patriotically, that was a call to violence. When he tweeted out, we are the party of law and order, be peaceful, that was a call to violence. But when Chuck Schumer stands there, you have unleashed the whirlwind. You will pay the price, Kavanaugh. You won't know what hit you. So Jonathan Chiat puts up tweets from Chuck Grassley's office, Josh Hawley's office, Ted Cruz's office, including clips. And he writes, every one of the conservatives cited above quotes the passage. Was Schumer threatening a violent response or was he threatening a political response? The conservatives all simply assumed the former and blamed Schumer accordingly. This is a strange interpretation to follow in the context of Schumer's career, which is not as a paramilitary insurgent, but as a rumpled parliamentary insider who's known for his inordinate enthusiasm for announcing new funds for local parks and community centers. More relevant context can be found in the speech itself. The very next lines in the speech after the decisions are as followed. The bottom line is simple. We will stand with the American people. We will stand with American women. We will tell President Trump and Senate Republicans who stack the court with right-wing ideologues that you're going to be gone in November. That's not the point. You said that Kavanaugh would pay the price and that he wouldn't know what hit him. Then your political allies gave out Kavanaugh's address and somebody showed up ready to kill him. There would be no way that the New Yorker or any other left-wing rag would be defending this if it were the reverse. That's low-lying fruit. I'm not the first to say it. You thought it yourself. But then Chiat writes this. Schumer was threatening a political response, not a violent response. You'll be shocked to learn that none of the conservatives quote, quote, conservatives quote or mention that part of the speech. Well, that's not the relevant part. If you said to someone, I am going to kill you and your family, and you know what? I really love French fries and lemonade. Well, I mean, the speech wasn't, it was a, I mean, the guy said he liked French fries and lemonade. That's a Jersey Shore boardwalk thing. French fries and lemonade. He likes French fries and lemonade. Did you hear the whole speech? Yeah, that's not the relevant part. If you threaten to kill someone, then speak on other things, that doesn't eliminate the threat to kill someone. They keep saying, you know, words, these things have consequences. Well, now you have the consequence, cause and effect, right? You threaten Kavanaugh by name. You gave out his address. And then lo and behold, someone showed up to his home. Now, if you want to say, come on, Andrew, we don't want to be those people that blame it's free speech. Okay, then tell them to stop doing it. They've blamed Donald Trump for every single bad event in this country. And what's even worse is they invent these things like the great replacement theory. Who is out there saying to white people, hey, 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 your white neighborhoods are under siege. 
from people of color moving into them, you know, earning a living and buying a home. No. No, we're talking about the obvious effort to change the electorate through the open border. That, in fact, is happening. That, in fact, is happening. If it were not, the Demo- if the Democrats thought by leaving the border open that it would change, it would make conservatives win in a landslide and have one party rule for the next 25, 30 years, Nancy Pelosi would be down there herself stacking bricks. You gotta build this, you gotta build this wall. Wine six six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. We are right; they are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority Monday to Friday, noon to three East, nine to noon West on Serious XM Patriot Channel one twenty five. <laughs>